Welcome to Mutually Codependent with Adam and Jen. I am Adam. And I am Jen. Hi, Jen. Hi. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Today on the show, we have some things we're going to talk about. <laughs> That's the idea of a podcast. Jesus. Okay, so... Holy crystal. <laughs> um, we are going to have a little segment called No Fun 30s, where we talk about things that are no longer fun once you get to be in your 30s. <laughs> um, <clears throat> parenting teens when you're also kind of a stoner is <laughs> another little tidbit. And then um, we have another segment that'll be kind of like an ongoing random spontaneous part that we add into different episodes and it's going to be called i heard a rumor it's not a rumor it's not a rumor <laughs> that's what it should be called the it's segment not should a be rumor. called it's not a rumor but it's... i heard a rumor and then if it's an actual story we had to go it's not, not a, a rumor. rumor okay deal <laughs> Oh, <sighs> this is why we smoke before we do this. So that's kind of part of the gig. Uh, if you don't know, uh, we have a strain of the show. Yes, yes, yes. Which we uh, we recorded the smoke session of the strain out of curiosity. If there's anything good comes of that, we'll probably insert it somewhere around here. <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to do things a little different. We're going to smoke while we record and see if we get anything worth listening to. I like that idea. Are you going to light up first? Um, I can. <clears throat> the strain of the show is a THCA flower, courtesy of Texas Canna Health, our sponsor. It is gelato. It is a hybrid. It's a very relaxing head high. Um, gelato is a super well-known strain, um, gives a really nice effect, mostly cerebral, but gives you a little bit of uplifted relaxation. So think of like a happy relaxation, not so much in, in the coach. That's cool. It's, uh, it's really smooth. This, it's very smooth. This particular batch, I'm not feeling like I'm going to cough at all. It is a 19.5% THCA. Okay. And it has a 0.27% of Delta 9 THC in it so as well. Barely hemp. Barely hemp. Barely. I've gotten, I, I just hit that thing several times and I don't feel like coughing. It was not that funny. <laughs> As you break the microphone. So, um, I can't reach the... It did. It reminded me of the guy that we watched, the comedian. What did... You saying c -c -c coffin? Oh, oh! Okay. I was doing more of, of like a, a DJ. He has a stutter. It's a difference. He does have a stutter. I wasn't making fun of people with stutter. <laughs> I didn't think you were making fun of anybody. I was ch -ch 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 chopping it up. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> we were just talking about how harsh this wasn't, and then I, I hit a little <coughs> bad spot. <clears throat> At one time, when I was like mid twenties, um, I taught a co a male coworker. He was going out dancing, and he didn't know how to dance, and so I gave him some moves. Some moves. <laughs> Which, let's be honest. He went home alone that night. <laughs> he probably did. Hit the lighter. Because you said chop it up, and I was thinking of I taught him. One of the dance moves that I used called chopping the lettuce, which is you throw your hands up parallel to one another and move them real fast back and forth. And then you do it down by your hip. And you do it to the other side. And down by your hip again. So you make an X with yeah. your stations? But it's checking, just chopping the lettuce is what I called it. It reminds me of the SNL skit with uh, Will Ferrell. <laughs> Oh, the Spartans, the cheerleaders. The Spartans, yeah. I've never been, like, a regular watcher of SNL. Like, I'll watch it. I'll watch skits from it, but I'm not a big let-me-watch-it-every-week person. No. no, I watched it more often <clears throat> when I was younger. Yeah, I used to watch it when I was younger. Although, I'm not going to lie, when I was a kid, even up until, like, 16, 17... I had a really hard time staying awake that late to watch it, and it wasn't even on that late. I just always went to bed super early. Yeah. Yeah, I like my sleep. Well, I, I used to. I don't sleep like that anymore. You still like it, though? Yeah, I do like it. I just don't sleep that well anymore. How much of this are we going to smoke? Oh, all of it, man. Let's get this shit on the road. Boom, 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 boom. Mutually Codependent is sponsored exclusively by Centex CBD and Texas Cannahill, Central Texas's trusted source of superior cannabis products since 2018. Visit CentexCBD.net where you will get free shipping on orders over $50. Don't forget to use our coupon code POD15 for 15% off your purchases. It's gelato. Gelato. Which is um, a hybrid. And, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm... <laughs> Ill prepared. I, I gave, this one this one's nineteen percent THCA. Well, nineteen point five percent THCA uh-huh. and it has zero point two seven percent delta nine THC. Um gelato is a hybrid. It just it gives you a really uplifted, relaxing feel. So like you're happy and you wanna hang out and sit on the couch, but you're not gonna fall asleep probably. Probably. I don't know. Probably. I don't feel sleepy. I don't either. I feel I pretty feel, great. I feel pretty fantastic. I'm, I'm pretty pretty excited about that. We Dance were just, party time. We were just joined by Reagan. Regaroni. Regaroni is wearing a sunflower scarf around her neck. <laughs> In the shade, ivory, hunter green, and burlap yellow. <laughs> What? She's I a dog. I don't know. <laughs> Reagan's she, our dog. She's our like 80 pound pit mix. And she just hates not being included in everything. So she, she has Typical a spot. pit. <laughs> she has a spot here. So um, the No Fun 30s. I think this is going to be a good segment. I'm kind of excited <sighs> about it. I, I think it'll be a lot of, I think it's going to be funny. It, it reminds me of uh, how I feel being being overweight when I try and do like, normal things like yeah fat guy trying to do normal people shit 
like like walk past people in a public aisle, you know, like like at a theater. Like I just so I feel like I'm too big to like everybody has to like they see me coming and like oh god if it's just like a but a, I think a any person, size like feels that way it's it doesn't just kind of an awkward it's just a, uh, that's just an awkward situation yeah and then like which direction do you face like do you face towards <laughs> do you face them, them or do you do put your ass yeah towards are, they, them? are they getting crotch or ass because you have to choose and if you're doing ass are you gonna give them the treat of the SBD. <laughs> Silent but deadly. <laughs> I'm hoping you're not crop dusting the people that you're going to sit for hours next to to watch a movie. If it's you guys. <laughs> I guess that's true. You normally wait until we get in the car. Yeah. <laughs> then I lock the windows. So uh, <laughs> that gelato is pretty good. It's, it's good, great. good stuff. So the No Fun 30s, this particular episode, we decided to choose one of your stories. Yes, so... Set the mood. Set the mood. It was a warm, sweltering August evening, downtown Austin. I was with my oldest son, Lucas. We actually had gone down to uh, South Congress to the Bat Bridge. To If you're not from around here, um, <clears throat> every night when the sun goes down out on the South Congress Bridge, uh, lots and lots of bats come out. And you can stand there and watch them. It's like bats, a million or something, right? A few million. Um, anyways, Bat but there's it's something he's always loved to do, and he was going back to his dad's the next day. Um, so we went to go do that, and then we just proceeded to walk down Congress towards the Capitol. Pretty view. Pretty view, and we see these little like, and they're not the scooters. So like they had actual seats. Those little electric bike. So we both decided to get one and ride one, and he's 16 at this point. <clears throat> and we go, we're, we're on him, and we're going, all, we're going down Congress up towards the state capitol, and we take a right onto 6th Street, and we go all the way down 6th Street, and then we come all the way back up 6th Street, go down to the capitol, and we're <laughs> coming back up Congress and right across from the Paramount. So Paramount was on the other side of the street, I was going full speed in that on that damn bike, and I hit, I guess, a rock, like a little pebble. A and pebble. <laughs> I just, and I you, crashed. You, you went like six or ten blocks of driving it and never hit a pebble. And I dodged time. a naked homeless lady. Like, she was butt. Oh. I, I missed that part. On 6th Street, there was a naked homeless lady with a shaved head. You forgot to mention this to me. Going nuts. Yeah, like outside of a bar. And Lucas like swerved around her. And then, um, and he was like, what the heck? And then I saw her and I swerved around her and like almost hit the curb. Didn't crash then, but then I hit the pebble, <laughs> the pebble. on Congress. Crash. I, I'm, I, it was hard, and I get, I'm like, I sit up, <clears throat> and my first thought is, where's my kid, and where's my shoe? Because I'm missing one of my platform slides that I was wearing, because of course I had on a, a romper and platform shoes. Totally prepared for road rash. I was really prepared for riding an electric bike downtown, my own fault. So I see Luke, he's coming back, I, I find my shoe, and these two guys on the sidewalk, they're like, are you okay? 
And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. And one goes, no, I I don't think you are. (laughs) And about that time, I realized that my whole, like, right side of my eyebrow is gashed open. My, yeah, so. You're bloody. I was super bloody. Luckily, there's a CVS right there. Yeah. And nobody even realized we had walked in until we came downstairs to pay for the stuff you opened the the first aid (laughs) stuff we opened upstairs to clean me up because i was covered in blood and then we had to walk all the way back to the car (laughs) you didn't want to get back on the bike (laughs) i wasn't getting back on that damn bike fuck that i don't i couldn't even bend my knee my leg was all scraped up really bad and stuff and then i had to drive home and you made me go to the er i did i took you to the er because that's what good husbands do and he super glued my my um, gas shut, my eye shut, and then I had bruises and stuff for like, my face looked like somebody had beat me with a me. bat. It looked like I had beat you with something. It did. Look that's like what you everybody beat me. everybody assumes it's the the husband's fault when the wife has bruises <laughs> on her face. And I'm like, no, it's because she decided to go thirty miles an hour on a little electric bike thing those are really dangerous like somebody drunk or if they had gotten hit by a car yeah or they're if, it does if i had hit a curb like i just i can't imagine i really could have been severely injured like, right i wonder how many people have actually died on those those and like the scooters and stuff but yeah i was pretty black and blue for a <clears throat> few weeks so i won't get on those again but that's the kind of shit you don't do when you're in your 30s anymore. I feel like that's okay. That's not even Unless true. Unless you stayed athletic. That's another thing. Like, if we rode bikes every day, then that would have been a lot more safe. You don't have to pedal. You don't have to do anything but turn it on and go. I understand, but there's a lot more <laughs> to staying vertical than how hard you push. But I am a, but I'm an excellent bike rider. Like, I, except for this... When I was a kid, I rode bikes constantly. I've always been good at that. I used to do stationary bike stuff at the gym. I used to have a bike. I have a bike now at the in the at the house at home here that I've ridden twice. <laughs> well, it's really I ride hot. bikes all the time. <laughs> okay, I didn't say I rode bikes all the time. I said I've never had like that kind of issue before, yeah. but Okay. It was, I wouldn't want to do that. I wouldn't do that again. Like That's I just. Good. Well, or, or you'd probably be a lot more careful and not go. I'd go like, late. No, I wouldn't get on it again. Really fast in the dark. That was, that was, that was the, that was the irresponsible Well, we were downtown. There was tons of lights. It was, everything was lit up. Maybe. <clears throat> but I think you would have seen the rock if, if, if it would have been daylight. How would I have seen the rock if I was? I had would have had him been share, staring at the road. That's what you're supposed to do, Jen. No, you look in front of yeah. you to make sure you're not going to run over somebody. Uh, it's a combination of the two at the same time. Really. I I did get to pet a dog at CVS after I was done getting cleaned up, which was like a sticker when you're a little kid and you go to the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. You got It was a husky. You got to drink or not because you're hovering and you can hear it in the microphone while you're talking. So you're going to have this soundtrack in the back of the jostling ice while you talk? I feel like... um, Jen's using a plastic cup today. It's recycled plastic. It's usually in trouble. It's usually metal, though. Usually it is metal. 
but this one is plastic today. Plastic. So that's my No Fun 30s story. I just, I don't know. There's like things that happen like once you get to a certain point in your life and you're just kind of like not sure if, uh, you know, you, you get to a point and you're like, hey, I've, I've reached the age where I probably shouldn't do things like this anymore. Yeah. I had that experience with weight. Yeah. Like I've reached the weight that I probably shouldn't, uh, you know, use my, my dexterity while crossing the street. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, what? Uh, well, like, <clears throat> like I, I probably shouldn't rely on my own ability to get out of the way of a moving car. Okay. That's, 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 that's the point. I, uh, <laughs> I used to like talk about like tell jokes about uh, like fat people doing regular things i I already mentioned it and yeah this was one of those stories is that okay Can yeah I go crazy i like stories so. maybe maybe we should just call this segment no fun no mo no fun no mo no fun no mo <laughs> this shit ain't fun no mo this shit ain't fun no mo <laughs> so my my friend will was over and and we were playing we were playing soccer. We were standing in the yard, <laughs> kicking a soccer ball while Ethan chased it around. <laughs> like we weren't really doing anything athletic, but the ball gets kicked into the street and and it goes and and the car decided to stop and wait for my friend Will, who's probably weighed twice as much as he needed to like just that's the only image like i don't know if that's accurate like numbers wise but um we were both big guys and i was 330 at the time so uh and he wasn't as tall as me but um he went to go get the ball and the car that was coming instead of just going just get the just go he waited for you. Like he's standing there holding the ball so the guy can drive by and the guy was like, no, no, go ahead. Which, which makes Will think that, oh, I need to hurry. Yeah. Right. It makes everybody think that. Yeah. Well, everybody who's, who's not like narcissist, you know, like, oh, I, I, he showed me the courtesy of stopping. I'm going to uh, get across the street faster and um and he, he thought he was going he tried just 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 a jog of about six steps it was a single like the road was just enough for room for a car and there was a median so it wasn't even like a whole road was it was this just, the duplex you lived the in duplex, okay yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking about and so he's crossing from the median to in front of my house is a corner lot, um, which we paid eight fifty at the time for two bedroom, two bath, eight fifty. Oh man, in in Round Rock, I, I wish we could get something like that. Now, now that same place is probably like two grand. We don't. That's not enough bedrooms. <laughs> no, not for us. But I mean, in general, yeah, like that was same. So. I know everybody's waiting in anticipation of what happened. <laughs> yeah, next. what happened with your friend? Well, Will Will jogged about three steps, mm -hmm. stumbled about four more, yeah, and then just fucking face planted <laughs> into the grass. But he was like across the curb, like his feet were still in the street, and and he just he just 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 fell, <laughs> and he was just Did like trying to no. <laughs> <laughs> And like it tore up his hands. I and bet like it. It was bad. Like his, there was gravel 
<laughs> I was sweet. So I had to like not laugh because my friend just fell. But you have to laugh. But your friend just fell. <laughs> but it's hilarious. <laughs> and then he makes the joke. That's where the like fat guy's doing normal things. He said that. That was he just like, looked up at me. And he's like peeling, pulling the uh, gravel out of his palms. And uh, and he's like, yeah, that's what I get. Fat guy doing normal things. <laughs> so that was the first uh, the first one that I called it that. But um, <laughs> we went inside after that. It was hot. It was hot. It was hot. It's always hot here. I feel yeah. like not really, but majority of the time. So that was uh, <clears throat> that. Was, that reminds me of the no fun 30s. No fun, no mo. Yeah, no fun, no mo. Because, you know, you got no to fun, 300 no pounds and that's... <laughs> you got to change your behavior. Yeah. it's There's a few things that, like, just aren't fun anymore. And I don't even know if it's, like, technically, like, in your 30s. It's just as you grow up in age. You know, like, example... When we went to the tavern to go see that band, the cover band, the Taking Back Sunday cover band, and they don't have central AC. Oh yeah, it's it was so hot. Yeah, their their AC they had an AC, uh, like vents and stuff, but it was like two of them were blowing on the stage and like three of them into the audience, and that was about the whole thing. Yeah, that's it. And uh, it was 100 degrees and dark outside. It was it was really hot. It was so hot. Taking Back Fun Day. Taking Back Fun Day. They were pretty great, actually. They did a good I job. I liked them, yeah. They did a really good job for a cover band. They did a- but it was, it was hot. What's up next? Well, I was leading into um, a discussion, uh, potentially. Honestly, it's just kind of the introduction of a discussion. Uh, about uh, you know, kind of parenting teens when when you're kind of a stoner. Yeah. Um, I feel like a part of you know what we're doing or whatever is uh, you know being true to us, and we are stoner parents as, as much as like that's been a recent thing. Um, but I, I don't think that that makes us bad parents, uh, or mm. I wouldn't be doing it. No, I think that there's times when. Well, I think with cannabis has such a stigma anyways that, like, when people find out that <clears throat> you're a parent who also who also uses cannabis, that you kind of get, like, this label slapped on you. But I'm not an alcoholic. Right. You know, drinking's totally fine. No, it's totally fine to be a parent and to drink all the time. Yeah. Like, that, you know, like, all these dads that have, you know, three, four, five, six beers a night— and you're still coaching your kid's baseball team and, you know, or whatever, like, or you're taking your little girl to dance class, like, that's, <clears throat> you know, that's that's a little bit worse than having right. a, a joint. But, yeah, but we get that stigma of something that Labeled on us that we're yeah. bad parents, yeah. But, no, I feel like cannabis probably makes me a better mom than any, if anything. I think it can, it, oh, God, what is that quote from, uh, Disjointed. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. We don't use cannabis to get away from our family. We We use cannabis to to alter our perception of our family so that we can tolerate them. Yeah, so that we can tolerate being Roman. 
Something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. <clears throat> uh, yeah. But not that we think we need to be high to deal with our kids, but I think no. it helps. Yeah, at times it definitely helps. You know, like, well, and like f- just being around people anyways, but. Well, like a drunk guy will get angry and like go kick a dog. Yeah. But, like. If, not my dog. If we get angry, <laughs> we, we go and smoke a joint and then. It's fine. Yeah, you come back in and fine. you're, you know, you're you know? probably, and your you're dog probably still pretty, loves you. <laughs> yeah. She may not listen quite as good, but she know, probably was she out loves there you. with you. <laughs> right. Yeah. She, <laughs> but, you know, like, no, I'm not, well, it's just, yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. Like, nobody wants to go smoke a joint and then hurt be somebody. hurt somebody. You yeah. just want to be happy and calm and chill. Yeah. So, and, or, or what about the, the mom that, uh, pops a, a Xanax because her kids are yelling in the back of her minivan, you know? Yeah. And then still like, is driving. Yeah. That's way worse than, than, uh, I don't know how somebody drives on Xanax. I, I don't think I've ever taken Xanax to be honest. I have, but it, it makes you fall. It makes me fall asleep. Isn't that the idea? I yeah. think, I think most of the people that I've known that use Xanax is cause they're, about to have a panic attack or something. And, yeah. Yeah. So and they want to go to sleep. They'd rather sleep it off. Yeah. I want to wake up not angry instead of, or, or <laughs> not necessarily angry, but anxious. Yeah. I would, I'd rather just smoke. But I mean, you know, we do have teenagers, 12 to 18. I mean, he's almost 13, so he's pretty much a teenager. Yeah. Well, and he's been a teenager for. Two or three years. God, that kid. <laughs> if you talk to him, you like in a way that you couldn't tell his age, you would assume he's much older than he is. He used the word unfathomable yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, Mom, that is unfathomable. <laughs> unfathomable. But the thing is, he not only <laughs> not only did he kind of understand what that word meant, but he really understood it and was using it sarcastically. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know that's so it's it's a level of understanding that a lot of kids his age don't uh, don't necessarily uh, have. I think my little my, my little spectrum buddy, your spectrum buddy, a spectrum buddy, <clears throat> my my autism buddy. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's he's a trip. But yeah, parenting, I mean teens, it's and the thing is is like I know that a lot of kids got high when we were growing up, <clears throat> but you had to like find somebody who had weed cuz it was illegal everywhere at that point. Right. <laughs> like it's Yeah, you, just in the There United were no States. dispensaries. Yeah. Like so, you know, you had to <clears throat> find somebody who had it. You had to buy it. You, there's no way in hell you could be caught smoking it or caught with it. Like, so, yeah, a lot of kids smoked back then, but I feel like now, like, 90% of teenagers are using some form of cannabis. I don't know if it's that high, but it's a lot higher than it was before. <laughs> I did actually see a study. It's it's in the 80%. Is it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that makes <clears throat> sense. I believe it. I uh, I think I smoked a total of four times my entire high school career. Yeah. Everybody just assumed I did it more. Yeah. But, I mean, like, I paid like I paid like fifty dollars for a gram one time, and oh. it was just a nug, and he just handed it to me. 
It was probably Mexican ditch weed. Uh, no, no, it was good. Um, it oh. was something that uh, that one of his friends was growing. Um, I'm not gonna out anybody, but yeah, he was like, "Follow me," and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> we like drive around until he's satisfied we aren't being followed. I guess and we like stop in a cul-de-sac, and he walks up to my car and like hands me a nug. Yeah. And I'm like, not even a bag. <laughs> like, <laughs> Here, not even like a paper towel. <laughs> Nothing. Not wrapped in foil or something. Come on. You know, like, no, just uh, just a nug, a nug of weed. <laughs> and I, I fashioned a pipe out of aluminum foil and ended up uh, ended up streaking across the neighborhood <laughs> with, with my best friend. That was awesome. Yeah, uh, I guess that probably was pretty good. I wonder what that weed would be compared, like, comparative to to now. now? I don't know, but it didn't take much for us to, (laughs) yeah, maybe. It didn't take much for us to really enjoy ourselves. Um, Well, no, you're kids. Yeah. How old were you, 16, 17? 16 or 15. (laughs) 15 or 16, something like that. No, I I drive. I was driving, so so I was 16. I might have been 17 almost <laughs> because of the, which car it was uh, yeah. that I was driving. What car were you driving? It was the, the – Was it the – No, 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 no. It was, it was right at 16 because it was the Thunderbird. Oh. At a 78 Thunderbird that was like sky blue. She knows. I'm just telling, telling the audience. Uh, <laughs> the audience. <laughs> the audience. The, the, we're hopeful there will He's telling be one. Reagan. I'm telling Reagan. He's <laughs> telling the dog about his car. <laughs> it's a 78 Thunderbird with a 351 Windsor, but it had a like tiny little carburetor, so it had no power. <laughs> and I got the same gas mileage as as Ben, who had a like racing Mustang, like literally <laughs> same, that, same I thought engine. you were talking about our Ben. I was like, Ben doesn't no, have no. a car. No. He's 12. Um. Yeah, and I uh, got eight miles to the gallon. So that that's the car that I remember uh, <laughs> driving in the cul-de-sac for our weed exchange. That's pretty. But that was like some scary cool. stuff. Like like oh man, if we get caught, like he like he did it all the time, and he made it seem like it was. Uh, it was a big deal. If you got caught with yeah. weed, you were in a lot of trouble. Yeah, yeah. There sure. are how many people still in prison because of marijuana? Yeah, and it's still happening. So yeah. I don't know where it was. Yeah, I mean it's like that meme, that old meme. It was you know, twenty years ago. Hey, you want to smoke this joint with me? Okay, but let's go to that old blockbuster and then half a mile into the woods by the old tree to smoke. Yeah. <laughs> So nobody knows because you so don't want to go to jail. Nobody could smell it. And now it's like, should I hit my weed pen in Target? Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> or like <laughs> on or the like, tram at the airport. <laughs> Sorry, that was just me. I guess the tram. Sense. Yeah, the little bus. The bus. Oh, oh, to it's the like, parking garage. Yeah, to the rental. Or place. to the rental car place in Boston. Right. Yeah. You do that. I mean, it was just a general idea. It didn't have to be that exact story. But I like yeah. to do it in the movie theater. Would you, <laughs> we should have a, we, favorite places you're not supposed to vape for 10,000, Alex. <laughs> Wait, he doesn't host anymore. He doesn't. I don't know whose name it would be. I don't know. 
Toby. <laughs> Did you just make Toby. up the name? Toby. What are you... <laughs> what Toby are you talking about? <laughs> I think the one on top is the tank engine. <laughs> okay, because I thought you meant Kunta Kente, and I thought you were being racist as hell. No! <laughs> Your name is Toby. Was LeVar Burton. I th- yeah, I thought you were just doing that. And I'm like, there's no way she's laughing that hard about that. Absolutely not. You know how I feel about racism. <clears throat> we won't talk about that. I have very strong views on people who are racist. <laughs> and they're not positive. <laughs> yeah. Let's put it that way. Um, yeah, anyways. But, yeah, so, like, there's so many kids now that use cannabis. And so many teenagers that are using cannabis. And when we were growing up, people drank a lot. But from what our kids... Or did Coke. Yes. Or crack. X. X. Yeah, ecstasy. And then there was a lot of... there was We actually went to high school with quite a few kids that did crack. I know. It's so gross and weird. Like, we all had way better things to do than crack. Yeah. Right? I I had better... (laughs) I had better crack. things to do than crack. I still don't even know what crack looks like. <laughs> I'm 38 years old, I and I know. could not. If you put me in a room with a table covered in drugs and drug paraphernalia, if it wasn't ma- mushrooms or weed-related, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, unless it, it's like in a prescription bottle with the name on it. I could, <laughs> I, could, I could figure those out. I might be able to figure out some Adderalls, and that's only because... I take Adderall for my ADHD, right. but that's about it. Like, I'm not real well-versed in that. But so it seems, anyways, but yeah. Yeah, everybody thought I did drugs in high school, and I didn't. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, but people drank a lot then. So now with... But, so what do you do, like, with kids now as stoners who want to be stoners? I don't know. Like... Do you just let them smoke because they're going to do it anyways? Like, that's my question. I think that the just because they're going to do it anyways isn't always the best reason for that. Well, but, no. But um, I think that if you look at alcoholism in the United States versus Europe, where it's pretty common for people to have a beer or a wine at dinner, they don't have – you know, that that kind of – they don't have as many alcoholism problems as right. we do here in the United States. And I th- so I think along that same kind of thinking, if you can introduce something in a way that you can show how to be responsible at the same time, then you've got – you know, you're, you're teaching a lesson with that thing that's always going to be there, right? Whether it's alcohol or weed or, or any other drugs. Like if, if you – I mean – Look Anything. at look at Google. If you know how to spell something, kinda, you can find it. You know, that was loud. Sorry. So, um, I think it's more realistic to show somebody how to be responsible with something. It's kind of like expecting kids to be able to figure out money, but you never showed them how to pay bills. 
You know, and exactly. you just, that's the same parent who didn't show them and prepare them is the same one who's going to be like GTFO, you know, right? And and go, you're out on your own. Bye, at, go at, at eighteen or nineteen, and and uh, that kid has no idea what they're doing. Yeah, and they've never paid a bill in their life, so and it sets them up for failure, right? So I think it's that same kind of thing. Like you prepare for them, and and I see directly thousands but like evidence of millions of people who enhance their lives using cannabis right why why should you tell them not to other than like hey you better get your shit done first right and but that's part of teaching the responsibility right like don't get high so that you can do homework you get high as a as a awarding yourself for finishing you know like you're not gonna be responsible use yeah yeah yeah. So moderation. In, Moder- in everything in moderation. Yeah. And not only that, but like. Except crack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no hashtag no crack. So it's not everything in moderation. No, but things in moderation. But, you know, with two of our kids graduated from high school this year and they're going to be going off to college and whatnot, like they're going to be around things that. <clears throat> they haven't been exposed to before, or maybe they have, and we just don't know that, you know, because we're not always there. I'm sure there's things they don't tell us. <laughs> yeah. So, but, you know, I I don't know. I feel like it's a plant. It's such, there's something that is, um, you know, it's a plant. Like It comes out of the ground. There's states where it's recreationally legal, lots of them. Right. Um. Yes, you have to be 21, and I understand the laws. I appreciate, I respect, and I appreciate the laws that you know that have come this far federally, federally, federally. I can't say that word federally, federally, and statewide, you know. But well, federally, there hasn't been any progress. Well, I guess that's not with, true, not with like with. You know, what not they with call marijuana. marijuana. Yeah, not with marijuana, but with cannabis, there's been a little bit, but not much. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's, I feel like the exposure is good. Um, the knowledge is good. And not only that, but with two parents who know about the cannabis industry, it kind of helps our kids stay clear of something that is really dangerous right now in the world, which is black market vape cartridges. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of stuff that the kids are all convinced, and adults. Lots of adults. Lots of adults are. I mean, convinced. adults just you just can't. And if they come from a legal state, you cannot tell them wrong. Right. Well, my friend got it from. He was in Colorado when he bought it. Well, honestly, there's crap that's in dispensaries that's not all accounted for. But, um, you know. There, I've had multiple people hand me a vape and be like, "Oh yeah, that's the real stuff." And I'm like, oh, what does that mean? Oh, well, that came from from Colorado. I'm like, oh, and let's look it up. And like, if they start the conversation, then I'm, okay, what company? Let's Google this. Yeah. And well, nine times out of ten, it doesn't exist. Right. There is no company. You know, they, there's people that are buying packaging on eBay and Amazon. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the stuff that you're finding now, it's like T. Timu and Alibaba and right, yeah, all that and on stuff. the internet, yeah. on the internet, and they they can buy that packaging and put whatever they put in it, 
and uh, sell it. And and if that person is responsible and, and they uh, go through all the steps that they should to make sure that it's safe and everything like that, if they were going to do all those things, then they would just get their license and do it legally. But they're not doing it. They're buying packaging and they're selling it as a, quote, real product that is oftentimes just garbage. And dangerous. And dangerous. Incredible. They yeah. can be incredibly dangerous. And there's people even adding fentanyl into yeah. some of these black market carts. I mean, it's it just doesn't make sense to me. No, especially with that, with fentanyl. And our kids, all of our children know about that. Like, we have drilled <laughs> that part into their brain about the black market vape carts. And they'll even go to school and, like, tell their friends <laughs> and tell other kids, you shouldn't be using that. <laughs> Yeah, it's Uh, it's wild. Oh no, my friend got it from Colorado, dude. It doesn't matter where it was made. At this point, you can have all that stuff like shipped. I mean, I buy pounds of cannabis. You know, like it's not that hard to do that. It's yeah. If you can't verify the company and the information on the packaging, don't use it. Then don't. Use it. Don't trust it. And and when people stop trusting this stuff and stop paying for it, then they'll stop making it. Mm-hmm. You know, like and that's if, when legalization, like federally legalization, that's it would make it a lot easier for them so to much make better. things safer. legal. Yeah, safer. So much safer. So I mean, there's always going to be that guy in his garage, and maybe he's got the best stuff, right? Maybe he's pressing his own rosin from real prime, maybe. Maybe he's do, but if he has Maybe those kind start of skills, to finish. yeah. But if he has those skills, he can apply the to with. There's so many places that you can do that legally now, right? And if you're really that much of a connoisseur and you can do, you know, you're that much of an artist about it, then do it right, man, and stop, <clears throat> stop promoting all of this, uh, you know, the illegal parts of it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Um, yeah, just I would rather buy stuff for my kid and know where it came from than ignore it and act like, no, 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 don't do that. You can't do that. Um, mostly because it's hypocritical. Yeah, I agree. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was cringing. I. <laughs> ice. <laughs> you have to cut it out, <laughs> Mr. Editor. Mutually codependent and sponsored exclusively by Syntex CBD and Texas Canna Health. Central Texas is trusted source of superior cannabis products since 2018. Visit SyntexCBD.net where you will get free shipping on orders over $50. Don't forget to use coupon code POD15 for 15% off your purchases. So... I heard a rumor. A rumor? That you planted a tree in the middle of our high school's baseball field. True or false? It's not a rumor. (laughs) It's not a rumor. It's not a rumor. Oh. No, and uh, I know that because we didn't tell enough people at the time to let there be a rumor. Because we quickly realized how much trouble we could have gotten in a lot of trouble so uh, 
I guess, I guess, I don't think I'd get in trouble. Do you think the school district would come after me at this point? No, I don't, I don't see that being a, a thing. I hope not. Yeah. Um, I thought it was hilarious at the time. But, <laughs> it is uh, fucking hilarious. <laughs> Could you even imagine whoever saw the field the next morning? Yeah, so. What the fuck happened? We, uh. Oh my God, do you think it was the trainer? The trainer? What the that being the first person who saw it? Yeah, yeah maybe. Um, probably not though. I don't think he showed up as early as Coach Monzingo. Um, no. So we acquired a tree. Let's just say that. Okay. Um, by putting it in the back of my Caprice police package. It was a curbside special. Like somebody a, put it out on their curb to get rid of it. Yeah. And uh, so it was like this 12-foot mm. tree. <laughs> it's a big fucking it's tree, a man. big tree. <laughs> I couldn't, I didn't close the, the trunk, obviously. So I just had this big rooster tail as we're driving. And um, we're like, what are we going to do with this tree? Because we rented the place that we lived in a, in a trailer park at the time. Uh, my My mom rented it. I was... A teenager. Um, and uh, so we didn't really have a good place to plant this tree, but we wanted to plant it. Um, and and our first thought was, let's plant it on the 50-yard line in the centerpiece of the football field. That would have been hilarious. Like inside the sea, you know? Um, oh. Yeah, like right in there. Yeah. Chomp, chomp. Little little tree coming out, so um, and I was like, oh yeah, I, 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 uh, let's let's go look at it. So we drove the car with the tree sticking out um, onto the property and into the school property, and we dropped off the tree. Um, but <coughs> we realized that the fifty yard line is in the middle of the football field, and the football field is very easily visible from the highway. It, at that time, it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so. I think you can still see it. Yeah. 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 So we decided not to do that because we were like for sure going to get caught. Plus, um, you know, we knew that there was like irrigation and stuff out in there. And, yeah. and we just didn't want to mess with any of that. So I got a better idea. I was like, let's go do it to the baseball field. Much better. Much better idea. Uh, because it was in the back. That was really the only thing. I pitcher don't, mound? I don't know. No, no, no. So I thought about that. I was like, where should I do it? But no, the pitcher mound has to be a certain way. You yeah. Know? And I don't know what that way is. So I couldn't put it back the way it needs to be. And that's <laughs> what I wanted to do. So we lined up home plate, pitcher's mound, second base. Makes a perfect line to the very, very perfectly center of center field. Yeah. And then they also had lines drawn uh, to help with like football practice or something that also literally had a cross at the exact center of center field. So there was the like X marks the spot literally. And so we were like, we don't have any shovels. And I was like, I got you. And so we left and we went to go pick up shovels because in my earlier days, um, I would acquire tools um like shovels and pickaxes and stuff um i don't even know where i ended up getting those those from but they were like 
rusted and they were they were on the roof of a convenience store. <laughs> where, forgotten for decades. Where did you get them from? The roof of a convenience store. Why were you on the roof of a convenience store? It's another why, story why for you, another time. Why are you asking so many questions? Well, because that is why were you on the roof? Can I answer con- honestly? Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I remember being like we uh, we had. To, I just got pawed by Reagan. She just scratched the crap out of me. Um, I I remember like the the it was it was like an Exxon or something. It was like Howard and thirty five. It was right there. That original OG, like the oldest one. Oh. And there was a. It was at night, and the. We were like, we could totally climb that ladder to the roof. And we weren't like planning on causing any trouble. We just wanted to climb on top of the building. building, You know, so we did. And there was like three or four shovels that were from like, I don't know, my parents' childhood. I mean, they (laughs) they were just rusted out. Like, I don't even know if they were very, like, I know that they kind of were functional because I used those to plant the tree. But I took the shovel and like made the perfect circle around the X uh-huh. of the center of the center of the field. Because it was on grass. Yeah. And so I I cut out the grass like a giant stamp and, and like picked it up and put it to the side. And that was important because I wanted to put the grass back so that it looked like the tree just appeared overnight. So we moved... I mean, we raked the leaves. We did everything. Oh, like, we just made this perfect. How did you not get caught? I don't know, but we were there for probably 30 minutes or so. So we had, uh, there, was, there was five of us. And me and two guys were digging. And then there were two girls with us too. There were two or three. I don't remember. But they were at the entrances. There's only two entrances to Conley. Yeah. And they each had a cell phone and we had a cell phone. So between the five of us, we had three cell phones. And <laughs> so that's uh, – we would get warned um, by them. Yeah, just um, in case somebody nobody was came. coming. Yeah, nobody came. Because they were waiting where they could see the entrance but not at the entrance to attract attention. Right. So they could see the entrance and they could see what was happening but no one could see They them. couldn't see us. They could only see the entrance. Like those, right. Yeah, we like dropped them off. Like a and nobody could see them, probably but, either. Yeah, nobody. They weren't anywhere drawing attention. So we mm-hmm. had plenty of time to do it right. We cut the cut the grass out, put it to the side, and then like it was a twelve foot tree. So we had to dig like three feet deep. I was gonna say you had to dig pretty deep. And I'm glad we had the pickaxe because there was a lot of like caliche, the limestone. Yeah. Yeah. So we finished the hole. We get it to the right size. We we put all the dirt that we got out back into it, and then we cut a, a, a line in the grass so that we could slide it around the trunk of the tree and slide it back and then rotated it to be back in line with the line mark because it was chalk line. So yeah. we had to be really careful that the chalk didn't get messed up, and we put the, we'd put the chalk back right in the perfect lines, and then... I was like, oh, yeah, somebody made a joke about how we're going to get sued because somebody's going to be running through the field and not see it. And I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And so I was like, I got a solution for that. And I happened to have like six or eight traffic cones. That I had acquired. <laughs> you also acquired. <laughs> in my trunk at the time. I think you had a problem. Which were also in there when I had the tree. So if somebody was going to like 
have a question. Really, you have a tree and like eight large traffic cones. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even use these cones anymore. I don't even see these cones. Like those tall plastic reflective orange cones. Um, for not some very things often. they do. Like some drive-throughs have them. Yeah, I guess they exist. But so I mm, wanted to get rid of those. They dress them up like the Sorting Hat at Trail of Lights. <laughs> That's not what it was. But, I know. But, but yeah, a little bit. Um, so planted it perfect, raked all the leaves. We unbound it because it was like had twine holding all the le- you know branches up, and like rustled it so that it would like fall and like just be this beautiful tree that was. Uh, you know, planted really well. If I, the only thing it was missing was water. I didn't have a way to water it. Oh no. Um, and we thought it was funny and we were going to tell people about that story, but the baseball team the next day, cause it was a weeknight and I think they had a game coming up. <laughs> oh, sh- like it, I didn't know that cause I didn't know baseball, <laughs> but yeah. the coaches were so angry like I can't even imagine how angry they were. But they were they assumed that somebody on the baseball team did it. Well, considering who I know of that was on the team at that point, I can see why they thought that. <laughs> right. So and of course I didn't tell any of those. I used to play football, so yeah. I knew a lot of the baseball guys. Right. And um and they probably would oh, I I I I hope one of them asked me about it later if they listen to this. Um, according to one of the people that was there, um, apparently they put all of the baseball players in the locker room and they couldn't leave and nobody fessed up and not my fault guys. (laughs) That sounds like a personal problem. (laughs) Sounds like the coaches didn't know how to deal with shit. Um, but if they did, they'd probably be teachers. No, I'm kidding. They were teachers. Well, I mean, were they? Yeah, Coach, Some of them. Coach Some of them were decent. was the special ed teacher. Some of them were decent teachers, but um, a lot of them just had to check a box, I guess. But um, So the baseball teams got in apparently like quite a bit of trouble. And I'm like, and, and they were saying that it did thousands of dollars of damage. <laughs> no, it didn't. Because there was a pile of fucking dirt right there next to their tractor that they could <laughs> use to scoop up the dirt and wheel it over to the hole that I dug in 30 minutes with two teenage kids. <laughs> like, yeah, with two lookouts. Like... So you're saying that caused thousands of dollars worth of damage. I didn't even damage the grass. I know that when they put that back together, you couldn't have even told, you wouldn't have even known that it would happen. <laughs> yeah. Which to me makes it the perfect prank. Absolutely. So the traffic cones, I didn't want anybody to run into the tree. So I got rid of the traffic cones by placing them in a perfect circle around them. Like I even had a piece of string <laughs> to, to measure the distance and then just walked around the tree and then put it like. You were there longer than 30 minutes. Everything that you were describing that happened, you had were, to have been there longer than There were than three of minutes. us that were doing the digging at the same time. So that was like. Well, yeah, that actually was very, fast. very quick. Yeah. And, um, and it was just a very much like, you do this, you do this. Like I just directed people because I had this vision, right? Yeah. And I'm like, you do this, you do this. Yeah. And uh, so we did that. And it worked. Um, and then we didn't tell anyone because one of one of the people that was with us heard from one of his friends who was a baseball player. That was Reagan's ears. 
go lay down. And um, and apparently there were a lot of upset baseball players. So, um, but I didn't know they were going to get in trouble. How dumb is that? It is dumb that they. Why wouldn't you assume that it was a an enemy of the baseball team? That would make more sense. Like another team. Like when they broke in the field house and like cut up all the weight benches and stuff. Oh. That was that was well. I guess they did tag it with LBJ. I should have done that. I'll say that was LBJ. I should have just like tagged a random initials so people would be like, I don't know who the fuck BRG is, but it was like (laughs) BRG. It's Berg. Berg Berg. was here. Berg tree. No Berg. Oh man. Yeah. So (laughs) you were bad. I don't know. I didn't. I never got delinquent. I never got in trouble. Really. He's a delinquent. Because the things that I should have gotten in trouble for, I just nobody knew or found out or like knew it was me. I guess. So um, I think that's it. I think that's uh, that's episode three. Yeah. I think that's episode three. So hopefully everybody enjoyed it. Um, don't forget to 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 visit sentexcbd.net for all of your cannabis needs. Yeah, and. Uh... Like and subscribe. Subscribe. Subscribe us. Subscribe us. Like and subscribe um, to our podcast on anywhere that you uh, get your podcast. On whatever platform you choose to use to listen to your podcast. And also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Mutually Codependent. It's Codopendent, by the way. Codopendent. With an O. Not an E. Not all the E's. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>